listening to the Gulag Podcast with Narrow Minds and Jay Stuns. Alright, Gulag Podcast. I, I know you're like sitting there, Narrow. There's there's two podcasts today. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know. It's kind of tough. But we are doing two podcasts. Reason why. Okay. We need to, uh, to have continuous content. We had a long break. Which, well, I don't know if you want to consider it long, but we had our break from season People one. People are interested in us. People are interested, especially in Jay. Look at Jay. Look at just stare at Jay in his eyes, and tell me you wouldn't be interested in, in like knowing about Jay, right? Take a good look in his eyes and just you know. I actually thought I was gonna fall asleep right there. Yeah. <laughs> Blame Jay already on chat. No, 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 that shit right now. Blame no Jay on Jay. chat. Shut up. Must have been a good nap. Must have had a good nap. Uh, throws marshmallows at Jay. There we are. Your fan club Thank is you. here. Your fan club is here. I have some more. Your fan club is here already. They're throwing marshmallows corny, at Jay. Corny joke. Can't help it. Can I have some more? Jesus Christ. <laughs> what happens? But right now, we uh, earlier we had Obi on talking about his communities. And uh, what we just found out off stream, just literally uh, before we started and we're doing audio checks and video checks, is that uh, the gaming doctor has started her own little fan club here on Twitch already? She's already <laughs> got her community started, and if you guys don't remember her from season one, we went over uh, mental health as well as uh, physical health and wellness for for uh, streamers. If you have not seen her stuff, she has her own channel, the gaming doctor, uh, and the it has a three in it instead of a instead of the an gaming e. Gaming doc is in. The gaming doc is in. Make sure you go follow her and um, Jay. Let, let me see if I can get her her thing in chat, so that way we can what? her link in chat. Link? Let me. Find I got it. it. I got it. I'll do it. You talk. Right. I got it. So the make sure <laughs> you, you follow so her. <clears throat> make sure you follow her. If she, if you guys have questions, and here's the thing: people are sometimes afraid to ask questions on here uh, concerning like their. Whether it be mental or physical, I understand. You know, I, I get it. You know, and that's what HIPAA laws are made for. We're not supposed to be discussing that things. But if you don't want to discuss it and you want to discuss it with her on a one-on-one -on -one basis, there it is right there. The gaming doc. Message her, whisper her on Twitch. Uh, or find her on, on uh, um, if you haven't watched the last video, her, her links Twitter. on Twitter. You can message her on there. And get uh, uh, get your information about whatever it is you want to ask her today. If you guys want to ask questions, make sure that you send uh, uh, messages, and uh, we will try to get to them as soon as possible. Um, but we're, you know, again, we have brought the the amazing doctor in here to talk to you guys <laughs> about stuff that's that's you know it, it, in the community world. We were talking about it earlier with Obi the the uh toxicity that happens and jay has explained it in in past communities he's been in where people just get too toxic they they become uh, assholes there you go and so the the thing the the thing is is we want to highlight that from your perspective doctor why why does a com a thing like this a a a place that we're in why does it get so toxic? Like, oh, you know, and Jay explained earlier, my online <coughs> character, Narrow Minds, 
He's an a special asshole. special guy, right? <laughs> a total opposite of what I am, but he's a special guy. But you know, I don't create that persona into my into my Discord or I don't create that persona into into actually when you get to talk to me or, or meet me, it's not it's not that persona, except for Jay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm loving Jay's hat. What he's got written on it. So I, I, I get I get both sides of the asshole from there. <laughs> usually at the pay, pay extra. Usually at the pay extra. Anyways, I, I didn't think that I didn't think that one through. <laughs> <laughs> but but for for people that that join these communities, especially kids, because you're talking you're talking off stream about younger younger kids that have you know they have these these thoughts in their minds and 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 you know what I I think a lot of these these esports stars and 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 people that, that that they look up to, whether it's Jay or me or whoever, the you know the, the the people that they look up to, have a responsibility not to not to be like that towards them, or if they join their communities, like because you know all these like all these streamers have their discords and 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 you know they if they act a certain way or they're very toxic towards towards people. Or as in, as I was talking about earlier, there's just certain communities like there's gaming communities that play uh, GTA uh, GTA Online RP, where it, where it gets really toxic. So I, I just want to mm-hmm. hear, you know, now that you're getting the uh, full effect of Twitch here, what are your what are your thoughts as far as uh, how we can curve the toxicity or or where does this toxicity come from for these for these communities and you know. Uh, large small and 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 all in between what what can we do to curve it and what where and why is it uh coming out on such a platform that's supposed to be so positive and uh uh you know as far as the gaming world and and the streaming world is concerned well um i think that really a lot of it is you know there's this sort of multi-piece kind of paradigm that's happening where we've got a tremendously stressful time just in general. And, you know, 2020 has been a dumpster fire. And there's been a lot of people, and as we're coming to the end of it, people are really reaching the end of that patience. Their frustrations are coming out. And either frustration is going to get turned inward or it's going to get turned outward. Either it becomes a self-destructive way of dealing with things because it's sort of like, you know, the, the pain I cause myself is at least that's something I can control as opposed to I feel this helplessness and I'm going to reflect it out because I don't know how to deal with it inside of myself. And especially a lot of the young people because they will naturally emulate a lot of the behavior that they see around them, especially if they think that that behavior is leading to empowerment. You know, it's like the really, you know, toxic type of, you know, folks who are, you know, I mean, on Twitch, on Twitter, and on YouTube. You f- And, you know, you find that those who are really exerting this sort of pseudo-alpha type of mentality, they seem to be more powerful because they have that aggressive piece. So people want to feel that sense of power, so they emulate that behavior, even if it's a negative behavior. And at the same time, we are pack animals. Human beings are pack animals. We want 
to fit in. We want to be a part. We want to be respected by our peers. And because there is already so much anger that's out there, it turns into a situation where the angriest person wins. The angriest person is the strongest person. And at the same time, you know, anything that would be considered soft, anything that would be considered, you know, sort of on the weaker side is viewed as, you know, something to be avoided. And often being in touch with our feelings, being compassionate to other people, showing that sensitive side, allowing other people to see our weakness is viewed as a bad thing because that means you're not being strong. So, um, and in the, you know, as I mentioned, you know, before we started up, uh, I've started developing, you know, an interesting little community. And these are, you know, these all seem to be younger people. And they are, you know, while they do their kind of little trash talk between each other, still they're drawn to something that they feel that they can be safe with. And probably because I'm so much older, um, it kind of comes across as sort of a maternal figure. And so they feel safe. You know, I, you know, if their trash talk is to be too much, you know, I'm just like, hey, come on, you know, that, that wasn't nice. Oh, okay. So they feel safe enough to allow themselves to be passive, to allow themselves to, you know, kind of be in that sort of lead position as opposed to fighting for who's alpha. So I think that probably encouraging people to, one, step away from the news, step away from those things, you know, it's like if there's any time to throw yourself into a game, it's now. And also to be able to feel comfortable within themselves, if somebody says something that is bothering to say, you know, it's like, hey, that wasn't cool. You know, you don't need to go to escalate to their level. And also it's important for that to be supported by other people. It's like, you know what, that wasn't cool. Hey, you know, that that's not necessary. And while there's trash talking is a natural part of it, especially with friends. You know, especially, you know, when you're in Edison and also when you are older, you know, there's that difference between the young mentality and, you know, those of us who are, you know, well, older than that, because we have a natural ability to, you know, it's like, okay, you know, we're not going to take it too, too seriously. It's not going to be, you know, that, oh my God, I'm, I'm you know, I'm so upset. I'm going to because- tell your mom. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to get my big brother, you know, that type of thing. So there's more security within ourselves because it's like, you know what, ultimately it really doesn't matter. This is just some jerk online. But for younger minds and, you know, those who have not had the life experience not to take it personally, they take it personally, they internalize it, and then they don't feel any other recourse but to become that because that's the only way they can feel strong which really deep down most of them don't so the idea of creating communities and you know and after narrow after you know you had talked to me about the stresses that were within a lot of these gaming communities and they need some place where they can go where they can talk about stuff and 
you know, that's really why I started doing what I do. And I think that it is more the exception than the rule, but it's the loud exception. Probably the vast majority of, of gamers, you know, are able to manage it and able to manage what's going on and handle their stresses. But then, you know, they're the ones who are not handling it really are obvious and they have a tendency to drag other people with them. It's like, you know, you get one asshole in a game and suddenly you've got five assholes in a game because that person has just, or in a stream, because that one person has triggered everybody else to the point of, well, you know, I'm going to go to their level. So the idea that people can feel like, you know what, I can tell you that I don't agree with what you're saying. And at the same time, I don't have to become you in order to do it. I can still enjoy my game. I can still enjoy this. And ultimately, the moderator will ban them. And there needs to be that level of you know control, and especially among the moderators. They've got to set a firm line, and they've got to hold it. And, you know, I've been going around and, you know, listening to streams and listening to gaming and, you know, just kind of checking out, you know, a lot of different types of streams. And, you know, it's almost like you can tell the ones that have a tendency to be stricter or the ones who, you know, will kind of let things go. But when you let stuff go, it escalates and it can escalate quickly. And then I think the moderator feels kind of helpless because it's like, okay, now instead of having one person to deal with, I've got five. But if I ban them all, there's going to be nobody here. I welcome it. <laughs> yeah. Jay's like, bring it. Jay, bring yeah, it. Jay loves. Like, when we were filming before, some guy came, three people just showed up out of nowhere, and they were like, "Oh, uh, one guy said, oh, 13 viewers for this shit. Who, who, who the hell wa enjoys watching this stuff?'" Ban. Two other, the two other guys acting like they were come somewhat cool or whatever, but like within two minutes, they all left it. I was like, "All right, my job's done." Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Becca. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that is that's the the key is that boundaries are set. Boundaries are held. And once people understand that, they'll usually go along with it because there is that instinct to follow the strongest energy. And if that strongest energy is disruptive, that's the way it's going to go. If that strongest energy is solid, balanced, and, you know, it's like, okay, we're all here to have fun, but, you know, we're not going to let things get stupid, then that's the that's the way that the energy will go and you know when you have really good communities that are built on that foundation i mean it's easier to start off hard and then relax than to start off relaxed and then try to get control because then you're gonna have somebody come in who has a stronger personality and when you add to it like i said all the stuff that's going on all of the fear that people are feeling all of the i mean we just went through the fire up here. And in fact, we had another fire this morning, a house caught on fire. And it's like, it, it, it's this whole PTSD thing. Cause once any of us hear sirens, we all start to freak out and head for our cars. And, you know, and it was terrifying to have to, you know, just uproot. And it's like, okay, you've got 30 minutes to get out. You know, and we thought it was safe. It's not safe. So there's a lot of people who are carrying a lot of trauma, a lot of PTSD from this year. And as the year closes, people have reached saturation and, and the crazy train is just pulling into, you know, the main station at the beginning of next month. So between now and the beginning of next month, 
things are going to go nuts and people you know it's being able to give them options healthy options for utilizing gaming as a wonderful diversion from it and to be able to keep them feeling safe and in a positive mental state while they're gaming so i would say that you know it really is the community is at the heart of it and the community will follow the leadership of the community i think it's all about the people that you get in the community too because i know like with me when i join a community you get two types of energy from me you get the guy who's always willing to help out and do whatever he can to help people out but then for lack of a better term you get the dick and this is where like if you want to come in and start some shit i'll i'll handle it you know i'll get you out real quick i'll do what i got to do so you know it, it definitely depends on the type of people that you have in a community where if it's going to be run successfully or not and it all obviously all starts with the the leader of the community but it trickles down to to the last person that winds up joining. It could be the newest person ever. If they're toxic, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, one toxic person can trigger, if they're a strong enough personality, they can trigger people who normally aren't that way. And all of a sudden, you'll start kind of, you know, seeing that so start to build up. And it's like, wait, wait a minute. What, what happened? We're all friends here. Why, why is this going on? And there's, you know, there's that one guy who just like, oh, okay, you don't need to be here anymore. Yeah, and Jay, Jay's the uh, banhammer. Uh, his banhammer is. Uh... <laughs> I'm not just a banhammer, dude. I'm the I'm the one that brings it all out because I'm the one that handles it, even when people tell me not to. Like if somebody steps out of their means, I will literally pull somebody aside, like, dude, shut the fuck up, and and if they want to cause an issue, guess what? We'll see what happens. But uh, you know. I mean, I've had people tell me that it's been a competition where I've won the competition because I'm still a part of the community and they're not. Like, mm -hmm. it's not a competition. I'm just doing yeah. the right thing. So if you want to sit there and tell me I won, okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean. You can send I mean, me my medal yeah. in the mail if you want, but I'll probably just throw it right in the garbage. Yeah. I mean, I you know, but metal. see, you set boundaries and you hold them because, see, that's a part of your integrity. It's like, you know, for you not to be that would go against your integrity. And by holding that, you influence people around you to go, oh, okay, yeah, you know, that isn't cool. You know, that's not okay. Because the last thing that somebody who wants to instigate something, the last thing they want to face is the whole group of people going, hey, you know what? We don't need you here. You don't have the power to take over because, you know, they want to take over. Should, should parents... You uh, take over on my watch, you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Not on his watch. Should, should parents... Um, I think I, I think a lot of parents don't have a, a clear understanding... Watch of, your kids. ...of what Run Twitch is. can't be on Twitch or Discord, damn it. Right? <laughs> a, lot, a lot of parents don't have a, their, any idea what, what Twitch is and what Discord is. Should they really educate themselves... To, to positively reinforce what, what these kids are doing. And, you know, like we're, ta we're talking about off stream. There's an age limit <clears throat> on, these, on these platforms. 13 years old is the, the age limit they're supposed to. In, in, and there's, there's exceptions. If the parent streams with a kid, there's a six-year-old kid that is one of the top killers on Warzone. Mind <gasps> you, he's six years old, but he plays with his Damn. dad. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. they're allowed yeah. to do that 
and their dad is the ownership of the channel. Yeah, his dad has ownership of the channel, but the kid is allowed to be there to play and be on stream because because the parents is there. Do parents need to be get more involved and, and understand this this world that we're in? This is a whole different world. This is this is not um, what we had back in the day with AOL, you know, which was which was a little different and was actually yeah, chat rooms. Yeah, chat rooms. Which is a little bit more scarier because you didn't know who the person was. You couldn't. You didn't have yeah. a clear definition or a face on who the person was. And, and here it's a little bit more. It's you know it's constructed a little better over here. The the yeah. structure is a little bit better over here. But still, should parents have a clear understanding of what Twitch is, the vulnerabilities on Twitch and Discord? Because on Discord it is kind of faceless. What's mm-hmm. what's on Discord? What what should they understand and do they need to to you know better understand what what this what this realm is this world that we're in absolutely and i mean just gaming across the board the idea that when my sons about a million years ago were teenagers and you know when they started doing their gaming I went in, I sat with them for the gaming. I made sure that, you know, it's like, but it wasn't like, hey, I'm watching you. It was like, hey, this is cool looking. You know, what's that? What's that? What's that? And so as their friends would come over, they were accustomed to me. You know, it's like I'd sit in and watch them game. I mean, granted, they felt like they couldn't curse. But other than that, you know, they were that idea of the fact that I cared about what they were doing, but I wasn't judging it. And a lot of times parents will go into that place of judging and it's like, get off that game. You know, you should be doing something better with your life or, you know, being more constructive or whatever. But this is the world. This is, and especially now, this is the social interaction. A lot of kids are still not back in school. So they're missing that vital part of their interaction. And parents would really be very well served to understand that, you know, it's it's not all black and white it's not like either good or bad there is an amazing opportunity for young people to get to know a lot of things and interact with a lot of people and there are also those who are dangerous out there and if they can involve themselves if they can understand what twitch is and and really participate in it you know discord you know whatever it is that their kids are doing for them to be able to show an interest in it to not judge it and to say it's like oh well okay you know and in fact it was watching my son's game that got me into gaming so the idea that this could be an excellent bonding opportunity but i do believe the ultimate responsibility lies with the parents because you know twitch you know the moderators can only moderate so far and if the parent is letting the kid just, it's like, yeah, go ahead, create an account. Go ahead, lie about your age. Go ahead, you know, because that way you're not bothering me. You know, the parents do need to be responsible for understanding the world that their kids are in. And both the light side of it and the shadow side of it. Because then that way, if something comes up, if, if you know, something becomes inappropriate, then that means that their kid does not have a problem going to them and saying, Hey, this thing happened, or this person said this thing. And, you know, you, as opposed to saying, well, now, you know, it's like there are bad people on gaming, so you don't get to game. 
It's like, no, you know, this is important and it can be kept safe and it can be an excellent opportunity for, you know, young people and their parents to really have a great bonding experience. But there is that regulatory piece that is the parent's responsibility and, and they should want to do it. They should want to know about what it is their kids are interested in because, I mean, who knows, maybe they want to make a career of it. So by doing that, by being supportive, but still providing boundaries, I think that it is, I mean, that would be the perfect solution and actually would probably offset a lot of the aggression that may be being shown if the parents were in there, if they're in the room with them going, you know, it's like, you know, they see it escalating. It's like, hey, what's going on over there? You all right? You know, you doing good? So um, I totally agree. I think that it's it's uh, it's an opportunity and it is a responsibility of the parents to step in and find out what it is that their kids are excited about and why and to be able to encourage it for the healthy parts of it and, you know, step in for the not so healthy parts. And and how much how much do you think is the responsibility of? Uh of a company like Twitch, of a company like YouTube, because here, here's the thing: like when we uh, when we look at the the terms of service, we look at the we look at the uh, uh, the different guidelines that are on there that are consistently changing. It's very it's very unbalanced because certain people yes. can get away with this, but then if if somebody else does it, it doesn't. It's it's the end of the world for them. Certain yeah. pe certain people can have a uh, these these accidents of, of nudity. Other people can't even show their their can't even take off their coat because it's considered taking off a mm -hmm. piece of. What do you think the responsibility is of these of these companies that are providing these services that we stream on? There is there. Sh the guidelines should be a little bit more clear because they're not clear because they're, they're ever changing every day because of stuff that happens. It's ever changing. And it's not yeah. necessarily their fault because this is a very new thing for people to, to be experiencing, to do the streaming. I mean, not really new because we used to do online radio. We used to do, you know, all this other stuff and it's stuff that I was involved in. But I mean, it's, it's this, this type of thing where you're, you're basically, Getting to see people's lives, not only on on this platform, but also on YouTube and and and, uh, mm -hmm. and Facebook. How much is it their responsibility to say, "Hey, in order to protect everybody, especially you know the, these these young kids that 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 are they're susceptible to to getting caught up in all sorts of things, and it's happening all the time." I mean, look at that play that thing in Georgia. There was a a child a child ring of of chi uh, children being sold. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's hard. And, you know, and what you said was exactly right. It's like, okay, here's the rules, but they're not going to apply to everybody across the board. And then if something happens, there's this whole reactive knee jerk type of thing where it's like, oh, well, we've got to do something really aggressive because, you know, we don't want to look like the bad guys, you know, they overcompensate for it, where if they had just enforced the rules in the first place, they wouldn't have that problem. And it is, you know, I'd say that 
I mean, in some ways, not so much to defend them, but to understand that most of these companies probably initially never figured out that there would be this huge, huge participation level, that there would be so many people creating YouTube channels, that there would be so many people creating, you know, streaming on Twitch and, you know, and TikTok and, and all of that stuff. It's sort of like, you know, you expected 20 people to come to the party at your house and 500 show up. It, you know, you can't really control it. And at the same time, they're the ones who are in charge. So the buck stops there. And I do believe that there should definitely be an, a way to hold them accountable that is more solid. You know, if, if people say it's like, hey, you know, you've got this you know, the streamer or this YouTuber who are just, I mean, that is just toxic. Why are you not only, because the thing is, and, and it's, I find it fascinating that the channels that are the most toxic, not only are they allowed to exist, they go to the top of the trending page. They're allowed to have advertisers. And it's like, oh my God, you know, this, this is just hurtful. This is... And it sets a horrible example for young people because there's young people thinking, oh, yeah, you know, I was watching, uh, there was a program that was talking about it. And, you know, it's like there was this kid on Dr. Phil who was outright, he wanted to be like this one big YouTuber and, oh, well, I want to be savage. And he was going around doing horrible things to his family members, which, I mean, I'm sorry, it's like, you know, his, his mom would say, it's like, oh, well, he does this and he does that, he does this. It's like, oh, he would not be doing that in my house because I'd be saying, you know what, boy, you got to sleep sometime and <laughs> it's going to go badly because I brought you into the world. I can, you know, I can affect that. So, you know, there is that where you need to be able to have strong boundaries. But, you know, this young person and the YouTuber that they were emulating had absolutely no restrictions and was making millions. So what they're seeing, you know, these kids are not only seeing bad examples, but they're seeing bad examples being rewarded. So, yeah, I think that, you know, all of the platforms, it's like, you know what? You don't need to make up new rules every month. You just need to enforce the rules you had and make those rules clear because there seems to be almost like they build in wiggle room so a lot of what they do, or a lot of the rules are subjective. Yeah. Well, you cannot have an offensive, you know, dialogue or whatever. You can't use offensive terms. It's like, but then who defines it? They don't say what the offensive terms are. But, you know, and and I, I actually had one of my early videos. And I mean, it, it's like absolutely nothing. There was no copyrighted music. There was nothing. And... It was, it came back not suitable for, you know, not suitable for all age groups or something. It's like, excuse me, there is, there was nothing, absolutely nothing. So, you know, I asked for it to be reviewed, but you know, it was like, who is deciding this? And I know for YouTube, there is no physical person deciding it. It's all based on the algorithm. Yeah. And so you can't get an explanation. You can't necessarily appeal it. And, you know, now it may be a little bit easier. But the whole idea that, you know, and then they've got channels that are nonstop, you know, 
language, subject matter, all of this other stuff. And there's no problem. And they get rewarded for that. So, you know, it goes back to that. The most aggressive personality, you know, becomes the leader. So, um, so yeah, I think, and I do believe that there should be a body or an agency or something. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's the, you know, like government, whatever government agency is going to manage that, but somebody needs to have accountability over them. Somebody needs to have accountability over Twitch and over YouTube and even over you know, Facebook, because it's like the whole idea is that, oh, well, you know, they're self-regulating. No, they're not. And, you know, I understand it's a big job to monitor millions and millions and millions of people, but that's what you're being paid for. That's what you sign on for, and that's your responsibility. Which is true. But, and then on the other flip side of it, the there are YouTubers, I, didn't, I don't know if they're able to do that anymore, but there were those YouTubers like um, there's that one kid named Jesse. I forgot what he was. He had his whole family in on his on his uh, on the bad stuff that he did with his family. Oh, yeah. OK. Um, do we do the parents need to set an understanding to their kids of what reality is versus a character? Jesse is a character. Narrow Minds is a character. All those people that were. His whole family was in on it. They were making millions and millions of dollars on YouTube yeah. over over videos that looked real, but they weren't real at all. They were scripted mm -hmm. to the T. Yeah. Um, and just like in movies, when back in the day, in movies, the, our parents told us, "Hey, what you're not, what you're seeing there is not reality." Um, isn't it a parent's responsibility to also make them understand that not everybody on Twitch, because my character on Twitch is not representative of who I am. Not Dr. Disrespect. I met him in person. He's not, it doesn't represent who he is in per, who, in real life. You know, he's a family man. He has a kid. He has a wife. Is it partially the parent's responsibility to say, hey, take these things, these people with a grain of salt and understand that your perception of reality needs to be, you need to fine tune it and understand who's being real and, and, you know, who, and understand and define that between that and scripted characters that are entertain, entertaining yeah. people, because that's what we're here for. We're here to entertain people. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, I grew up with, uh, you know, the three stooges and Laurel and Hardy and the Marx brothers. And, mm. you know, it, it, it's, it's like, you know, the honeymooners and, you know, and it was like, especially with the three stooges, the whole idea was it's like, okay, you don't do that to each other. You you do understand that. And we're like, uh, yeah, you know, you don't hit your buddy in, in the head with a hammer. Okay, you know, they do that on TV. But there was that whole idea that TV was false, that TV was entertainment. Well, then when the generation of reality TV starts coming in, then the lines start to get blurred. And it you know, and, and absolutely, it is the parent is the first person to teach a child the difference between reality and fantasy. And, you know, we were, it was just because we knew that anything we saw on, you know, what my dad used to call the idiot box was that that was not real. 
that life held different consequences. You know, it wasn't like, you know, you watched Wiley Coyote run off a cliff and keep his legs going. And as long as he didn't look down, he kept going forward. No, if you in real life step off a cliff, you will fall and die. So, you know, it was, it was just sort of a given. And then when it became too real, when people started to lose themselves in the fantasy and it's like, oh, well, no, this is reality television, which I know that I feel in my heart that there's almost nothing real about any of it. No, it's, it's all scripted. Much, it's all scripted. It's all it's figured out. Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, it's like you see these, you know, this horrific thing going on on a YouTube channel and it's like, oh, my God, how could they do that to these people? It's like it's all scripted. You honestly think that that's real? You honestly? So, and and I think part of the problem is some of the parents were raised in that generation of the reality TV, so their perspective on reality is a little bit off. And so that, you know, the generations that follow them are, you know, it's like it's slightly skewed and slightly more skewed. And... Bottom line, it's it's the parent's job to set the foundation for how that child accepts and interacts with the world around them and how they hold themselves, how they hold others, and how they treat others. And I think that that has shifted, that has changed, and it would be really cool if it could change back. I, you know, true story. I don't know if you remember this show called Operation Repo. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Lou, the, the dad, and the daughter. Lou, Lou uh, when I was in stand-up comedy, he had just started stand-up comedy. So me and him did a show at the really? Improv together. And I asked him about that show, his show. Because, you know, I watched it. I was like, this is, this is too much to be, to be a real deal. There's, like, no way that, that all this stuff happens. And he told me, yeah. He said, uh, all this stuff scripted because the insurance... You know, in reality, there's uh, cops is the only and and live PD have been the only two um, two places that have gotten insurance policies to let cameramen and sound men go on a real in a real police car and get into real situations, which they still they don't let them and get into a lot of situations. Anyways, they're very limited on what they're getting themselves. Yeah. He said, but the you know the insurance company would never let. A uh, film crew go with a tow truck company to repossess cars when you have no idea how the people are going to react when you take the cars. So everything was scripted. Everything was was based on stuff that happened false with false pretenses in some cases, mm -hmm. and stuff that happened in his real job. But all that stuff that you saw was was fake. And that that's you know and and that's the thing is I think when all of us grew up, we understood. The difference is because, like you said, they let it. They your parents told you straight ahead. This TV, what you're seeing on TV, is not necessarily the truth, and there's a lot of falses on there that 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 are not gonna. You're not going to be able to do in real life. Mm -hmm. But now we don't have those kind of boundaries because on YouTube, like me and Jay can create a whole thing and make it look real, right? And yeah. no one would ever know until we told him the truth. Just like that Jesse kid. He never mm -hmm. he never admitted until 
until, you know, finally when he wanted to end that series and start something new is when he admitted that his whole family, including his mom, his grandmother, everybody was in on the fact, like when they did that, that, that whole Thanksgiving thing, when he flipped the tables over, all scripted, mm-hmm. when, he, when he destroyed his dad's car, all scripted to make millions and millions of dollars on YouTube. And I think that, that it's you're like you said, reality TV is so hard because it's not reality. Everything is scripted. Yeah. The real world was scripted. Everything you see on MTV, scripted. And, and, and people don't understand that. People think that the real world was, and Big Brother was, was, was 100% reality. It's not. It's, yeah. whatever, it's whatever they had scripted and whoever they wanted to keep was, was, was what's going to be there. Um, you know, and I actually got to meet some of the people from the early, like nineties real world when they had oh, LA God. and when they had Seattle, I got to meet them in a, uh, what was it? It was, it was in LA. I think it was at the Grammy Awards. I got to meet some of those people from the real world and they told me, they said, yeah, that they tell you kind of like, oh, you and you are going to hook up. You and you are going to do this. And, and, you know, and it wasn't really the reality that everybody perceived it to be on TV because the producers were always telling you what it is and what you need to do. And I think that's where a lot of these kids, you know, they see other people doing it and it's especially with like pranking their, their family or, or doing, you know, they need to, you know, they need to put some kind of, uh, some kind of like forewarning stamp on the front of that saying, Hey, what we're about to do is all, is all scripted. It's not, you know, it's not necessarily (laughs) something you should be doing to your parents or whatever. And then here in the Twitch world, you know, people like Dr. Disrespect, people like me that are, that are, we have our character, which sometimes, you know, yeah, we get a little edgy, we get a little racy. Uh, but I, it's, it's mainly for comic relief is to, to make the, the majority of our audience, which is mostly adults. Yeah. Have a laugh at some of the stuff we say. Cause like sometimes, like you saw me the other day, I broke character. <laughs> I broke character twice. Uh, I wonder why. Because uh, I meant to say stress toy. And <laughs> yeah, the- that was, I mean, and it was funny because the look on your face when it hit you, what you said, it was just like, okay, he did not mean to do that. And I did not mean to do it. I, me- I meant to say stress toy. I was trying to keep it like together. And then yeah. I, I just lost it after that. I was just like, oh my God. I was like, because the way I said it, I was like, yeah. And I said it so confidently. I'm like, yeah, you know, Jay already destroyed set, uh, 10 sex toys. I mean, and then Jay's like, I did what? I said, uh, well, I meant you. I meant. We have a problem. <laughs> I meant to say stress toys, but sex toys came out instead of stress toys. Yeah, I, I lost it. And, you know. And you went with it. You I know, did. Which was, which was, you know, it was like that whole idea of, but also, and like you said, you know, you're dealing with adults. You're dealing with people who is like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. But, you know, who at least have a reasonable grasp on what is real and what is not. And, you know, it's, it's just really, it gets bad because then these young kids who aren't made, don't have it made clear to them, okay, this is a game, this is not real, and you can still enjoy it and, and get a lot out of it. But you know that it is not real. You know that these people are, you know, they're performers, they're entertainers, and that, you know, it's meant for a particular maturity level. 
And it does go back to the parents about them under kids understanding that what they see is a real. And it's like years later, I asked my dad, I said, why'd you call the TV an idiot box? And he said, because I always wanted it instilled in you guys that what you saw wasn't real, that what you saw was not to be taken as fact. And, you know, so it was like, oh, okay. He didn't want us to take it seriously. Yeah, just like WWE. Wrestling. Oh, God. When I found out that that was scripted, there's a shock of my life. <laughs> no, because I was, I, was, I was 18 years old, right? Got my first job working event security. And one of the things I was assigned to was WWE. And I, I, I got to go to the, you know, I got to watch them. And I'm like, what are these guys doing? They're like practicing. Oh, so should, should I pick you up this way? When I slam you, I'm, you know, that's what I walked into. Because we were there before anybody else was, you know, was in there. And I'm just like, wait a minute. So this whole time, I've been watching you guys trying to kick each other's asses. You've been scripting this whole thing. And I'm, they were seriously, seriously, I, this was my, I was in shock. I got to meet, uh, who was it? Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock were practicing uh, in the ring. Oh, they wow. Were, they were practicing in the ring, you know, talking about how they're going to shoot each other. Who's going to, who's going to shoot who over the, over the ropes and, and, you know. Who's going to come back and then, you know, they have a script and they have the lines on there of, of what they're going to say and, and who's going to win. It's already scripted. And to me, that threw me off. I'm like, uh, this just ruined my whole childhood here because I always <laughs> thought when Hulk Hogan and all these people did those things to each other that it was, you know, there was some kind of reality to it. And it was it wasn't the case. But I I look at Twitch now. That's where the WWE where the W oh. in a lot of cases because you can't really take you got to take the what what whatever we say here with a grain of salt and and also because these games that are out now Call of Duty highly competitive I know I'm competitive I know Jay's competitive in it it's highly competitive it's it's like a very competitive uh, video game and I think mm -hmm. that's what brings a lot of a lot of anger. When things, you know, because, and it's not necessarily towards the other people. A lot of times no. the gaming company themselves do not give a pop proper product anymore. They don't, they don't care about the consumer like they did when we were all growing up and they wanted to make the game perfect before it came out. Because you know what? There was no online gaming back then. If the mm -hmm. game was not perfect, playing with it, when you're playing with it solo, no one would want to buy the game. Yeah. And I think we lost touch with that. We lost touch with that that whole thing of, of of making a game that is runnable and perfect, whether it's one person playing or a group of people playing. What they do is they try to make money every year and then shove something out that's halfway produced, which is unfortunately what Activision has come to. They've come to they've come to that 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 thing of of pulling out a product every year for people. Giving it to them half halfway done, we're all we're all consistently getting updates. And for me, yeah, and and I, and I know for Jay too, you get angry because it's like mm -hmm. we're doing the we're playing this game on stream most of the time. You know, sometimes we're getting we're getting our uh, our you know some kind of sponsorship or whatever from from these, and a lot of times not. And and to give a a, a game that frustrates people to the point where you know. And that's what ha well, that's what happens to us all the time is we're getting we're getting frustrated with these games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I, I think that we have more than one 
one group at fault with with the way mm -hmm. that the to the toxicity level happens in a lot of these communities and a lot of stream a lot of streams are is be is because we're very competitive the game's not run the way it's supposed to and we uh we kind of get thrown off but for the younger you know group they just see unfortunately that's what they see a lot of times is us and you know is these people who clip <laughs> clip <laughs> some of the stuff that we do or say that causes these issues uh but they you know just like you know mainstream media doesn't like to see the good they always like to see the bad so yeah. they put us bad they, cells yeah bad cells that's why a lot of the you don't see a uh streamer you know uh, a, a streamer uh wins guys no it's it's all on youtube it's streamer fails uh who got banned on on twitch this, this week yeah. is or who didn't get banned on Twitch this week? Yeah, you know, rage quits, and you know, and all that stuff. And well, those you are know, funny. <laughs> I do like watching those. But the thing is, is that also, you know, it's like games like you know, Call of Duty, and you know, GTA, and and you know, and a lot of the games they will trigger a chemical adrenal reaction. Now, if somebody is you know is is more matured. They can be able to go, oh, okay, yes, you know, my adrenaline's kicking up, but they can still not lose their capacity to, you know, kind of gauge it. The problem is, is that you've got a lot of young people who hormonally, they are at a stage where the hormonal spurts really go all over the place. They cannot, once their adrenaline kicks in, it's like a light switch on or off, as opposed to once you're more matured, your intellect can override a lot of the adrenal reaction. You don't lose your ability to, you know, to focus. But these kids, because chemically they're in a very unstable state, the adrenaline will kick in, the testosterone will kick in, and, you know, females carry testosterone, you know, not as much as males, but we do carry testosterone, and when that kicks up, it goes from, like, zero to ten, and then you lose your ability to sort of, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I can no longer put this in perspective. I am now in this moment. I am, I am in predator or prey mode. And so once that adrenaline kicks up, they start to, you know, that aggression comes in because then it becomes a thing of dominance. And, you know, I mean, it, does that mean that, you know, teenagers shouldn't game or, you know, preteens shouldn't game? Absolutely not. And it does mean that they need a stronger foundation. They need to be able to have somebody there who is going to be able to help them find balance with it and they need a format that is willing to take responsibility for it's like, okay, you know, we're not going to, you know, encourage this by having, you know, some, it's like, okay, if this, if this particular streamer, even though they're tremendously toxic, but they're making us a lot of ad money, it becomes a choice between it's like, okay, do you cut your ad money or do you hold, you know, and hold them accountable or do you keep rolling in ad money because you know people want to see this guy go nuts and, you know, and, and have that level of aggression? And, I mean, you know, in watching both of you stream, I mean, yeah, there is a respectable level of trash talk. And I have never heard either one of you take it to a point where it became personal. You know, you, it's like just, you know, I mean, there's general statements thrown out, but... It is not the intention of you guys to hurt. It's 
the intention is to entertain. But you guys are capable of knowing within yourselves where to draw the line. And the problem is there's a lot of streamers who don't for, for whatever reason that, you know, they just like, okay, you know, you go in for the kill on somebody's little, you know, fragile little personality. You know, you guys, if you go after somebody, it's someone, you know, you give as good as you get. And, you know, it's, it's not about going after the vulnerable because, you know, the guys who, you know, it's like, they, in fact, they will target the vulnerable and, you know, get them all broken up. And, you know, and the other ones, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to worry about them, but this guy, I know I can make cry. So that whole idea is that, you know, you guys, and you're dealing with other adults. So it's like, okay, well, if you can't handle it, you know, go play, you know, whatever, you know, go back to Animal Crossing or something. So, you know, it is an aggressive game. It is an assertive game. It's a competitive game. But you guys keep it at that level. You know, you're not going after kids. And, you know, and that's the difference because you guys don't lose your ability to choose. You still have that in your mind. Okay, I know who I'm dealing with. So if I'm dealing with an adult who's being a jerk, okay. But, you know, it's like there's a difference between what you guys do and those who are simply out to take out their frustrations on another human being and to damage them. You know, it's like you may hurt a feeling or two, but it's not your intention to damage anyone. And unfortunately, there are those who will. Yeah, Jay, Jay hurts my feelings all the time, but it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's like we said earlier. It's like we, we get to the point where we, we talk shit to each other, but at the same time, when we step it up and we take it a little further than that and we actually get mad and start talking shit to each other, by tomorrow, we're all like, what are we doing? Yeah. Because we, we can't, we, we take it serious for the time being, then we realize it's stupid. Yeah, me, just, me and Jay literally just this. banter all the time, but it's nothing, like, we'll sit there, I'll text him, yo, what are you doing? Or he'll sit there and be like, yo, what's going on? And I'll be like, uh, yeah, this is what we're doing today. What are you, are you, gonna, are you in? And he'll be like, yeah. Or, no, nah, I gotta go do this. That's, that's the way it is. Me, me yeah. and, and Pagan, too, Pagnus. He'll, we've, we get on him all the time. This, this whole, whole weekend with Cold War. We got on him about because he was getting mad because me and him, me and Jay were sniping. Literally, I have right now. I have almost hundred clips of me sniping somebody and just destroying people on on there. And and Pagan's like, oh my god, you got nine, you got a hundred of those things. I go, yeah, there's there's a lot of them. It's gonna make at least four montage videos for me to show all those <laughs> those clips of me shooting people. I'm happy well, about one. I don't need any more than that. I don't need to sit there and put out a bunch of videos. Fuck that shit. Well, hopefully that one where you walk into the lobby and just like they don't realize you're the enemy. You know that one definitely deserves a, a honorable mention. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a, there 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 will be a bunch of them on there. There will be a bunch of them on there. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know that, that I mean communities is is a hard thing. Um, and we talked about the the kids side, but. But we also what? have to go back with the one thing about the little kids, too. It's like if the parents allow them to say, yeah, go ahead, go make your account on Twitch, go whatever, whatever. They don't realize that in allowing the 12-year-olds and younger to do that, they're potentially costing a streamer their income or their job. Yeah. So those 12-year-olds go into that streamer stream and say something and then admit that they're 12 and they do nothing about it. And Twitch finds out they could potentially be banned. Yeah. And that's straight up loss of account, loss of all revenue, everything. Like you're just erased. 
all because a 12-year-old's parents couldn't watch them enough to be like, no, you can't do that until you're 13, or at least be sitting with them when they did that. Yeah, if they sit with them while they're there and, and interact with it, because not only, you know, and like you said, it protects the streamer, it protects the kid, and it also protects the parent because, you know, if something comes up and, you know, how many cases have we heard where some kid grabs their parent's credit card, they're left alone on Twitch, so they decide to spend a whole bunch of money on their favorite streamer or, and you know, they're, yeah, you know, they're dumping money into loot boxes and things like that. Oh, my God, they spent all my money. It's like, well, you shouldn't have left your credit card where they could get it. Now, would you? You know, it would have never occurred to me to reach for my parents' credit card. You know, it's like, are, are, I want to live. So, you know, that idea that there was accountability. And, you know, it, it it's hard enough to be a parent when you have to, you know, when, when you get to be the good guy. It's even harder when you have to be the bad guy. When you have to, you know, disappoint your child. And nobody wants to do that. And Sometimes, you know, you got to be willing to step up and say, okay, I'm willing to let you be mad at me, but, you know, you're not going to do this until you do that. Or you have abused this privilege and therefore you will lose this privilege for a while. So that sense of accountability that I think will, would, that's what bleeds over into gaming, you know, and when, you know, when you've got somebody who was raised with some good sense, who understands that, you know, it's a privilege, not a right. And that they will be respectful about it if, you know, if they're respectful in their everyday world and if they're expected to be respectful, they tend to translate that into their gaming life. So, you know, it's, it's you know, the kids are responsible, the adults are responsible, the format is responsible, you know, and the advertisers are responsible because, you know, if they're making money off somebody who is being hurtful, then, you know, it's like, okay, well, then you're contributing to that. And, you know, you may end up with a whole bunch of people saying, hey, you know, this streamer did something bad. So if you advertise, I'm not going to, you know, follow that. So, you know, it, it is. It goes on a lot of different levels. And, you know, that aspect of emotional maturity. Because, you know, the further these kids get into this negative, toxic behavior, they're going to turn into negative, toxic adults. And they won't understand that there are boundaries. They won't have that ability to balance. So, you know, I really, I really hope that, you know, folks start taking this seriously because it's not going away. Gaming is not going away. Although I have noticed that uh, these, I don't know if they still have those ads up, but Jay, I don't know if you've noticed on my stream, they pre-roll Trojan condoms. I've seen on a bunch of streams. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, let's let's promote responsibility here. I, mean, I was like, well, no, it's, I mean, it's. Let's not forget too. Once Ninja, once Ninja left Twitch to go to the other place, um, they were pre-rolling people from just chatting on his stream, and one of them happened to be rolling porn at the time, and they were basically showing oh, God. Porn on Ninja's channel. To where he got into a whole fit about it. Like, listen, I've been building this brand for so long. And yes, I left Twitch, but I haven't been gone that long. You're already showing somebody who's broadcasting porn on my channel. Like, what is going on right now? And, you know? Yeah. I mean, but it, it Basically, was, the other place got fucked and, you know, the, so did the, the person on the industry, apparently. The, these condoms, yeah. 
these this condom commercial is so hilarious because it it shows them all the way like it, it's an air, but you know they showed like the different sizes of it. I'm just like <laughs> size with material length. Everything. Yeah, like seriously, and then oh, it, it was like a it was like a video game inspired condom commercial because it was like choose one, and I'm like, I go this. Oh, that's just in like bed. Um... Fun zone achieve fun zone victory. It's yeah, like the bed all ruffled up, and it's like fun zone victory. Like and I'm sitting there, I'm like, God, stupid. I'm like, this is the pre, <laughs> this is the pre roll you've chosen. You know, <laughs> yeah, okay, I get some money from it, but what, like, why of all the pre rolls you chose this pre roll to go on? Not oh, only, wow. not only onto my stream, but I've seen it. Uh, seen it on a lot of streams. I was just like. Right. Well, I mean, for them to do that during COVID, it's like, really? You're going to make people feel that much worse about it? I mean, you may as well be making I, I saw a meme the other day, and I sent it to Narrow because he was, he was dying. But it basically said, COVID has gotten so bad that when somebody approached a prostitute, the prostitute said, no mask, no ass. <laughs> I, was, I was dying when I, I was I was like, are you kidding me? And it just, it, it just falls in line with everything. It's amazing. And at this point, you may as well be making balloon animals out of them. I was thinking that. I was, uh, but they might you go against the entire box in one shot. Yeah, I, I was thinking See, that. That's a Trojan promotion. What else can you use Trojans for? You can fill them with water and toss them off something. You oh can my god! Make water balloon balloon. animals. Water, balloon, water dongs. Throwing water dongs at people. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have something? Try a hey, uh, Trojan. <laughs> That's right. We we've got your next uh, ad ad campaign. Like, come on, Trojan. What else to do with a Trojan? <laughs> Tro come on, Trojan. Sponsor Jay Stuns right now. He'll wow, you throw me out there. All right. He'll, he'll blow some balloon animals. <laughs> yes. Imagine this face. Imagine this face is the face of Trojan. It is, dude. It's a, it's a great box. Yeah, okay. We'll we'll have yours pizza flavored. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm done with that. Let's let's do it. <laughs> Pizza flavored. Yeah, what, 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 kind, what kind of condom you got, Supreme? <laughs> Supreme. It's the stuns. It's all about the meat lovers. Meat lovers stuns. The stuns edition from Trojan. And then your face is on there like this. Then you get the red. Then you get the the rare vegetarian ones. Oh, oh yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah. And you have to have gluten free. Yeah, you have to have gluten free ones. <laughs> No That's like the ultra thin ones, the gluten free. Yeah, the gluten free. Yeah. <laughs> balloon dongers, pagan. Balloon dongers. Yes, balloon dongers. Uh, first, uh, first off, put pizza flavored Trojans. I'll accept that. Good. Thank you. Right. Ding. Number. Look at number one. Hot. Cold pizza hot. This can get pizza interesting. Hot. This can get interesting here. Get careful, make, Jerry. Make your, night, make your nights pizza hot. <laughs> CJ, you're going to end up on the box. You are. <laughs> you are. Not only am I the box, no, no, not only am I the box, I'm the number one user. Yeah. Um, that, that's right, like, like the old men's warehouse. <laughs> or no, no, it was men, the, the, the hair. hair. Club for men. Club for men. Yeah. I'm not, not, not the president. president. I'm a member. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not only the president, but he's also a client. <laughs> not only do I like pizza, but so is my member. <laughs> Oh, there there's, yeah. there's a tagline for you right there. See, see, Trudge is going to be I, on the phone. I, I gotta stop. We've uh, <laughs> we yeah, that'll we, be a, that'll be a front promotion or a front stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, use my code. You get ten percent off all Trojan. 
I have so many things to say right now, says Felicity. I bet you do, Let Felicity. Let him fly, Felicity. Why not? Let him fly. I mean, okay, so this went from uh, communities to marketing. Guys, Trojan. Can someone, can someone clip this? Trojan. Hit him up. Right here. He's right, he's right there. Give him a call. He's looking for that pizza. Uh, there's pepperoni, meat lovers, vegetarian, gluten-free. That's right. Variety box. <laughs> Not only am I on the box, but you'll like, but like you, but you like pizza. I'll be in the box too. Oh, there you go. Now, see, it's, it's that delivery system. Let's just say pizza isn't the only thing going in a box tonight. <laughs> oh, that took a hard left turn. Yeah. And, and oh, Jay, thank you for that picture in my head. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Extra cheese available. Oh, well, that's what happens when you don't shower. Uh, anyway. <laughs> From under cheese, let's go. <laughs> I think the doctor just lost the water that she just drank. It almost came out of my nose, okay? <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Just, just, just remind me not to drink right before you say something. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, that happened at Dead Eye yesterday too, right? With her tea up. <laughs> Dead Eye yesterday was when she remember when she was drinking. I just tea. want to point out that is now four days in a row that narrow has cracked and uncontrollably left without helping it. I can't do like it. It sucks, dude. When you're like when you when you're just you know you get the zingers in right when they're supposed to. <laughs> just like when I broke them because it's the new superhero coming to town soon, Super Puss. <laughs> <laughs> so you know we're talking about how mature people are. <laughs> so no, no, no. Well, the, my character, right? Now, Dada, he was talking about yesterday how we were joking around. And you almost spit your tea out of your nose because of the stupid shit we were saying. Well, me and Jay, Jay, I think Jay does this on purpose, right? He tries to break my character on purpose. <laughs> so yeah, I said something because I meant, I meant to say that this kid is acting. Super pussy because he's like just tucked in a corner, just hiding with for me and Jay. And, and me and Jay were kind of, again now I didn't finish his words and just came out with super puss. So <laughs> yes. is that a superhero? So, <laughs> uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm like this, this MFing super puss son of a. And then Jay goes, "Did you? I'm sorry, is that a superhero? Is that a superhero?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "Fuck, <laughs> fuck." Fuck! Fuck! He he got me. Broke character instantly as soon as he, as soon as he said that because I was just because everybody was dying in in the lobby. Everybody that was in our chat was sitting there dying. Like that's my gift. That is my yeah. gift. I make everybody laugh, and it just helps. So if I come out with this the dumbest shit ever, everybody laughs at it. So I'm okay with it. See, and you they can't break your character because you're just you. <laughs> if but, I crack and start laughing, that's who I am. So. I'm sitting there trying to be. I'm just like, I was like, God damn it, Jay! So four <laughs> days in a row, right? I've been, I broke character already. Four days. Well, so it doesn't really matter here because I, there, there's no we're character. Going, we're going here. for a week. We're going for a week. <laughs> well, See, and then you need to do, you need to do a compilation thing on it. Day one, day two, oh, that's, that's, day three. That's what the first video is. It's me breaking character. Yeah, the sex toy video. Oh, that was wrong. <laughs> the, the video of Narrow claiming sex toys instead of stress toys was number one. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely going to be a. Uh, uh, yes, I, I, I thank God I stopped myself because the sex toy video would have been horrible. <laughs> then it was super puss. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot what last night's was, and then this one was now. I don't know what last night's. You know me, dude. When I go in my character and I start doing the verbal, oh, I think it was like how narrow. How long can you go with your string of obscenity? He's like, well, I can go for a while. I'm like, okay, let's hear it. And he just kept going. And it was just, it was just hilarious. Yeah, I, I, I I'm on the. Uh, uh, Dead eyed, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> Jay, uh, she's working on a she's working on a special character for paranormal preschoolers with uh, face rig. Oh Jesus! There we go. This is gonna get good. Narrow gonna break for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Going back into communities since we're so broken about this <laughs> pizza. Brought to you by Trojan. <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, now that Jay said that on the podcast, please send a check for thirty thousand uh, <laughs> dollars. I meant the horses. <laughs> I meant the horses. You know, of course, we're not sponsored Trojan by that horses. place yet. We're not sponsored by that place yet. Yeah. Although, like I said, Pizza Hot. <laughs> this, if this happens, dude, like. Can we? Can someone clip this and we'll, can we send this to Look, Trojan? There's, there's plenty of streamers out there sponsored by Manscaped. Okay. You can I have will die. Yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> How did you know? Oh, I can't even. I can't officially announce it yet. All right, never mind. What you think? You're the only streamer I know? <laughs> no, I was gonna say. How did you know? That's the next deal. Is what I was working with. I was gonna get. I was gonna get Manscaped. Manscaped. And thank you for that picture in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Manscaped 3000. Jay needs it more than I do. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I like how you have it conveniently at your desk. Is this yeah, see, it's, it's like the fact that you have it on hand. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes you when never you never know when you need a shave. Yeah, exactly. You never know in the middle of a in the middle of a cod game. No, because I'm the weirdo that when I shave my face, I still feel like I'm stubbly. So then I start taking this. I just go over what I, I feel I missed. Okay, mm. uh, we just did. I just. Well, the problem is that now everybody's gonna see it. But what I'm doing, I usually sometimes leave my mic unlocked until you hear this. <laughs> so you know, mind travels. <laughs> so you look at Narrow's eyes. He's lit up because you rec you recognize the sound. It's like, <laughs> playtime. Um, uh, by the way, T just shot out of Deadite's uh, nose. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, Deadite. You see, you see how fast he put. I want to see. It was like right there. <laughs> Pulled it out like a switchblade. It just. <laughs> oh, I have, I have the one of them too. There you go. <laughs> Pulled it out like a switchblade. All I got is my nose. <laughs> All I got is my nose trimmer. Nose hair trimmer. That's all I got. This is it. <laughs> I don't want to know where you use that. Dude, to, on my nose hair, I, I get really bad allergies. I don't like having okay. long nose hair. Do you know how obnoxious that is when you're sitting there and you look at yourself in the mirror and the nose hair Bro, is like I'm a literally... Are you kidding me? I have hair growing <laughs> everywhere. I think I know. That's why I can't... Why is it I do not have anything grooming like immediately near me? <laughs> this thing, th this thing right here. I got a VR helmet. There you go. 
<laughs> yeah, no, this is the this is the lifesaver, especially because I have bad allergies. Doc, you know that I have bad allergies. If I yeah. Get, so I got I gotta if I start feeling the the tickles and the you know they start doing just this. Just for those days when I want a little extra punishment, I got a nice jar of thumbtacks. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and now I was now speechless. <laughs> Because he's picturing things. You can see he's picturing things. <laughs> I, got, I got candles. I got a lighter. I got say, my if, razor. I'm good to if, go. If, if, he, gets, if he gets a gag ball, ball out, we're done. This, 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 <laughs> this. Look, all I'm saying is, if you want a night of, like, legit fun, right? Is this going to involve a safety word? <laughs> no. All you need. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. And That's this. a candle. And you're good. So you shave and then wax. Got it. No. You shave in candlelight. Shave in candlelight. Is that like a I'm going to amuse myself during COVID-19 thing? 100%. Yeah, he gets his legs up in the air, you know, like the girls do. Listen, you don't, you don't want that to happen because there ain't no way in hell I'm getting up. <laughs> <laughs> like Humpty Dumpty had a great fool, honestly. Oh god. Welcome <laughs> again. My god. This escalated <laughs> so quickly. I what, what were we talking about? I don't know. It was way too long. <laughs> you have to know the safe <laughs> Oh god. I have no idea what you're gonna even call this. I just wanna play I I, I, I'm going to get copyrighted, but I just want to play Genuine's Pony right now and then just have Jay dance, stand up and start I'll dancing. Just, I'll just, I'll just be like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my well, God. I'll, I'll, even, I'll even kill my light, make it a little more. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. A little more candly in there here. There you go. There you go. Make Make it more candly. He looks like, he looks well, like see, like then you need to just tell scary stories or something. You know, I got the candlelight. Yeah. It looks like, it looks like you're doing scary story time. All you need is a white bathrobe. All you need is a white bathrobe, then it'll make it. Oh, mine's blue. Mine's blue, actually. Now, unless he's going like Hugh Hefner type of yeah, thing. Yeah, he's got the velvet. I wish. He's got the pipe in his mouth and the velvet. Uh, uh, you, forgot you, got the, the, you forgot the girls on each arm there, pal? Yeah, the uh, smoking so. jacket. You got to have the smoking jacket. Hey, whatever you. Hugh Hefner. You know, you, you, that's up to you. You Hefner provided his own girls. We're not providing that for you. Come on now. You're asking for too much. You're asking for too much. Now. I just said you forgot. I didn't say I didn't ask for it. I just said you forgot. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So back to where were we at? Dude? I'm just I awesome. don't know. We went to. We're, we're just getting off the little kid topic. We just like I made a left. Uh, Jay made a right. The doc just kept going straight. We're all lost. Right now. Oh, you, you made a You made a cul-de-sac when you mentioned me put my legs in the air. Okay. Cool. A cul-de-sac oh, or, a, or a coal mine? What? <laughs> coal mine? Fuck. <laughs> coal mine? What are you telling me? If I lift, I lift my leg on my head, you're going to pull out a diamond or some shit? Like, what the fuck? Well, if you squeeze hard enough, I'm pretty sure you will. No, there'd have to be coal up there for me to squeeze hard enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god! It's not like you randomly produce a piece of coal and squeeze a diamond uh, out. You never know. <laughs> um, hold on, guys. I'm a little short of money this month. I gotta go make some coal. <laughs> oh god! Just the phrase "canary in a coal mine" came up. <laughs> that poor canary. <laughs> See, and this is why I make an ass out of myself, because I'm okay with it. That poor canary. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to leave the water to the side. <laughs> I'm not risking it. I don't want to ruin my, my monitor. Go ahead, Narrow. Go ahead, Narrow. It's time to get back in character. It ain't going to work. I'm not even in character. I'm not doing my unusual stream. I'm just <laughs> trying to usa. Yeah, usa. Usa. <laughs> Because I'm. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> See? Okay. Look at this. <laughs> this... <laughs> oh, we're doing the pencil thing. Oh my God! Where is that? Where is that? I don't know. I don't know if the pen will do it. <laughs> See the pen will do it. <laughs> See the pen works. <laughs> <laughs> we're all doing rubber pencils. Oh my God! Oh, to Miss Sweetie. <clears throat> All right. Getting back to communities. Yes. After we, after we went on this long. Which, after we took this, this off ramp. Yeah, we took the uh, wrong we'll just off edit ramp. edit that whole thing out. It's fine. No, it's yeah. fine. It was, it's great. It's, it's uh, great content. We'll, we'll just edit that whole thing out. <laughs> nah. Nah, we'll keep that. With communities, uh, Doc... Um, you know, a, a lot of people are involved in different communities, and a lot of them are are really like toxic communities. And we talked about that a little bit earlier, but not for the adult side. Um, like you know, we expressed Jay's been in communities where he's had to leave. I've been in communities where I've, I've had to leave because the people are just, you know, uh, assholes. Assholes. <laughs> they're just really toxic. They're they they'll they'll smile at you in front of you and and act like you guys are the best friends in the world and then at the at the end of the day they'll stab it's you in like the back. It's like a catfish. It's like a catfish. Yeah. They'll, they'll tell you all these good things like, oh, we're this, we're this, we're this. And you, you just like, you fall in love with the concept and then when you get there it's just like this humpback, weird looking Notre Dame person and you're like, Ugh! and you're like, I don't want to be a part of this no more. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it is. I mean, you know, you fall in love with the idea of it, but when it comes to actually doing it, it doesn't work. And, uh, I, you know, I've been in communities where it's just been chill, nothing's going on. I've been one where just a lot of people are toxic. I'm, I'm in two of them right now that I have not had any issues whatsoever with anybody in it. I'm perfectly happy to be in those two group communities. Like I said earlier, I am in 43 total discords. I'm in 40 persons <coughs> and three groups. <laughs> and I somehow managed to be a part of all of them. And the ones that I haven't, I've left because that's been another 20. So I used to be in 63 districts.